Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. It's the Round Ball Rock Podcast, starring Dave Schilling, David McReynolds, Harry Brown, Joey Devine, Albert Gore Jr., Ralph Nader, Sean Keen, John Hagelin. Musical guest, audio slave, and now the temporary host of Round Ball Rock, Joey Devine. Hi, it's me, Joey Devine, your temporary host of Round Ball Rock, back with another episode. Uh, I'm here, as always, with uh, permanent co-host, Sean Keen. Sean, how are you? Uh, I'm good. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm okay. You know, it's midnight on Wednesday, Thursday. <laughs> ow, ow, ow. Um, should we just, uh, oh, I guess before we get our show started, I'd just like to thank, uh, we asked, we've been asking for reviews lately, and we got one, uh, from DJ Two State Solution. Thank you so much for your review. Um, Sean, if you had a DJ name, what would it be? Um, let's see. I think I'd be DJ Free Avocado. Yeah, that's a good one. I feel like people would feel pretty good about that, and they'd be like, I thought I'd have to pay like 75 cents to see this DJ. I, of course, would be a Dr. Spin Medicine Woman. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. Pretty <laughs> <good>. <laughs> um, uh... But so keep giving us reviews on iTunes, just like DJ Two State Solution. Only five stars, though, because iTunes will not allow you to give reviews lower or higher than five stars. So yeah, I keep think that that's in because mind. of net neutrality. Yeah, I think that's what we were fighting for. Um, ex- all of us were fighting for, except for Sam Decker, of course. Um, which is a true story. Uh, also. You can always, if you want to talk to us, you can always contact us on Twitter at RoundRockPod or uh, email us at RoundRockPod at gmail.com or call us on the phone, which is, of course, 323-682-0342 or our friend at TreyCoolX on Twitter, uh, Genial Black Man. Um says it does say that it spells something are you ready yes uh apparently it spells pud ogle Mm -hmm. do we want our phone number to be pud ogle i mean but it's it's o with a zero yeah keep if you find something that that spells let us know listeners uh thank you for trying genial black man we love you as always yeah he also 
I should I should I chose the one that I liked better, mm-hmm. but uh, he also threw out. I mean, I don't know if this is better or worse, but he also uh, suggested three two three K O L A, but that would be Q U E zero H L A. That's very difficult. Puddle three two three Puddle is not is not as bad. A zero instead of an O. Um, we'll give that, well, maybe we'll give that a shot. If you want to call us, no one ever calls us, but if you want to, call us at 323-PUD-OGLE, and that is OGLE with a zero instead of an O. I also Uh, think that would be, would that work as dad, PUD-OGLE, 323? Probably. Yes, yes, it would. Okay. Um, Sean, we have some reader mail. Should we get to it? Let's do it. This is Round Ball Rock Reader Mail. Communications from listeners. Why do we call it Reader Mail? It is confusing for robots. Alright, um, we have an email, but we also had a tweet that we need to address real quick. Um, Sean, mm-hmm. our friend... First off, I'd like to thank Silk at Silky Johnson for his uh, hilarious and amazing <laughs> Kobe Bryant Wizard artwork. Yes. Uh, if you haven't, if you don't follow us on Twitter, check that out. But um, our friend at Spaz Barnett, uh, oh. whose name is Woke Chud, consumer of sport, great name, uh, asked, "Can you engage in more hashtag Purple Talk? If not, it's okay." Sean, do you now know that, what Purple Talk is? You know, I didn't until I saw his tweet. Me too. Uh, yeah. I had to look it up. That is King's Talk. Mm-hmm. And the answer is no, unfortunately, because they're not in the playoffs, and also Vivek or Vlade have not done anything stupid recently or yeah, weird. <laughs> I mean, I think it's cool. Like, I really would like them to finish above five hundred. Me too. I don't. I do not think that is meaningless. I don't think their season's meaningless. Thirty-seven and thirty-eight now. Even if they just closed four and three. That would be so tight. Yeah, it would rule. Um, we do like the Kings. Uh, but honestly, I don't like this mediocre Kings. I want either good Kings or trash fire Vivek Kings. I don't want this this mid-tier Kings. Well, here's the thing. If you've, if you've seen any of those Boston Dynamics videos, Joey, mm-hmm. you know that before a robot can run, a robot needs to learn to walk. <laughs> and, and they do have a robot that walks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, kind of weird that Marvin Bagley hasn't cracked the starting lineup yet. Uh, yeah, Willie Cauley-Stein sucks. They should start Marvin Bagley. <laughs> well, it's, it's Bielisa, I think, who is taking his spot. Yeah, but Bielitsa has, like, a skill. Willie Cauley-Stein is not good. Like, Marvin Bagley does what Willie Cauley-Stein does, only good, except for the, his defense isn't quite as good, but who cares? You it know seems what I mean? like Willie Cauley-Stein's defense might be right. kind of bad. They claim it's good. You know what I mean? What he's supposed to be, you know what I mean? Is what yeah, it, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, Here's yeah. the thing. He has some tattoos around his eyes. Mm-hmm. I think that's correct. That's disqualifying me from retaining him. <laughs> uh, yeah, the Kings should not re-sign Willie Cauley-Stein. All right, so that's been Purple Talk. Purple Talk. Um, we did. <laughs> Man, we have a lot of reader mail. I didn't even notice this. Yeah, well, um, they, yeah we had some interactions. <laughs> um, so let's start with uh, from Alex Noble. Okay. Uh, he says... Hi, Sean and Joey. I'm sure you're quite prepared to cover this story, but in light of Jordan Bell charging room service to Mike Brown, what player charging charging coach scenario would you most like to see? Kyrie and Brad Stevens? Tim Hardaway Jr. and Rick Carlisle? Anyone and Jim Boylan? Keep up the good work. We didn't have to read that part, but... Yeah. Well, um, well, you know what? I think we did. (laughs) I needed that, Alex Noble. <laughs> so let's run through this Jordan Bell story real quick. Do you want to yeah. do that? To run through yeah. the deets there. So uh, it came out that that Jordan Bell had been suspended uh, from a game that has happened. The the Warriors game against the Grizzlies for quote conduct detrimental to the team. 
Um, and then people didn't know. Subsequently, an athletic article came out that said he had charged something to Mike Brown at the hotel that Mike Brown didn't order. Mm-hmm. He questioned the charge. They found it was Jordan Bell. Apparently, he's done it before. And there was rampant <laughs> speculation about what had happened with Jordan Bell. Uh, coincidentally, also this week, Jordan Bell offered free playoff tickets on Twitter to whoever would return his mm-hmm. wallet. <laughs> so there was some talk that he was possibly broke, possibly addicted to pornography. And uh, the explanation seemed to have been uh, fairly innocuous. A anonymous source on Twitter basically said that uh, it was a candle. Yeah, it was a candle that he charged to him. Uh-huh. So um, and it just sounds like when Jordan Bell was a rookie, the veterans would do that to him. Mm-hmm. Like you charge something to him, it comes out of your per DM. It doesn't go to the team. So like it's like, whoops, screw you, rookie. Anyway, he seems to have been pranking people. It was a prank gone wrong. Yeah. And uh, he chose the wrong person. Probably not a great idea to do that to an assistant coach. Um, also, I don't know that Mike Brown seems like he's like really open to pranks. I don't. Yeah. I don't really get that impression from I, him. See, I don't know. I saw him dance at that party that one time. That was yeah. pretty. He seemed like a he'd like pranks. Um, it sounds like maybe. Uh, I mean, I I doubt Mike Brown was so mad about the candle that he wanted Jordan Bell suspended. I feel like it was maybe, I don't know. Also, it was a game against the Memphis Grizzlies. I don't know. The, it it kind of sounds like they maybe were just, uh, this might not have been the only thing that they were not thrilled about. Yeah, I think her, ugh, her um, has been um, frustrated with Jordan Bell for a while, and this seemed like a good reason to take it out on him, would be my guess. Yeah, in a game where uh, he probably wouldn't really be needed. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say, though, um, those were good suggestions from our man, Alex. Oh, yes. yes. But not the best the best one. You know what the best one is, right? Go for it. It is clearly LeBron James charging something to Luke Walton right before <laughs> he gets fired. <laughs> oh, my God. Luke's, like, checking out of the hotel... This like dad's actually driven up from San Diego to pick him up. It's and like yeah, a $1,500 it's like, bottle of wine. Yeah, yeah. LeBron emptied the... Oh, you know it's going to be wine. <laughs> I mean, and it's he like... He somehow it's like snuck a quote, into a, Luke's room and drank all the, everything out of the mini bar. Yeah. Quote, unquote, prank. Except <laughs> LeBron's insatiable need for wine that he's now disguising as a prank. Uh... I have to say, I would also, I would like to see what happens if Rudy Gay tried that with Coach Pop. Mm-hmm. See, Just I be- think Pop would think it was funny. <laughs> I feel like it would have to be the correct guy. <laughs> um, I feel like if it happened to, I could see Andrew Wiggins doing it to um, Ryan Saunders. Mm-hmm. Uh, Yan, Yan Saunders, I sorry. I think Yan also would be like, oh, like Andrew. I can <laughs> see him like becoming very perturbed when he didn't know what it was. I'm like, what is happening right now? It's, I'm in over my head. It's what actually... Is, <laughs> what is there a charge in my room? <laughs> it's actually not Boylan, though, actually. I don't think charging something to Boylan would be funny because I don't... Part of me thinks that Boylan does not believe in incidentals at all right you know and you are getting a hotel employee chewed out you know what i mean i, I, I couldn't you see boylan like traveling with his own pillow and bedspread yeah and food like, you can't trust him <laughs> boylan for sure cooks food in his room uh-huh. and that food and, is of course a bowl of dry cereal <laughs> yeah a bowl of dry cereal and uh the per diem goes of course into a a basic savings account at the bank. He doesn't invest anything. He gets a he gets 1.8% interest every year. Um all right, at Hug Life asked us, uh-huh. are you into anything as much as NBA celebutant Zach Lowe is into All-Star voter rosters slash MVP slash all NBA? Um you know, I kind of get it with all-star rosters. 
All star, huh? Not all NBA. Well, just because it feels like it's like the middle of the season and it sort of like allows you to talk about it. But you know what I mean? Like it, it feels like there's a more of a narrative context for that, even though it's arbitrary. But like once you get to the third team, all NBA, I just I, I cannot care. I just <laughs> especially looking at this year where. The, the problem is he's more excited about filling about the slots themselves. He's excited about the structure and not really the performances because he talked about the final two guard slots available to, with Howard Beck for like 13 and a half minutes. <laughs> I haven't listened to it yet. Well, it's it's weird because you'd think like you're talking about the all NBA teams. This is your chance to talk about how great some players have been. And instead it was like. Curry and Harden, obviously. Then uh, probably probably Kyrie and Lillard, second team. And then the third team, they just went into, <laughs> like, like which players on uh, eighth seed or worse teams should we pick? Like, is Mike Conley Jr. getting getting shafted in favor of Bradley Beal? Can Kemba Walker slip in? You know what? I guess Russell Westbrook, even though he's has the worst shooting percentage of anyone in the <laughs> scored 20 points a game. I guess he'd have to be third if the if the Thunder hold the eight seed. It's just that's maddening to me. And I understand it like matters for contract bonuses, but I don't care about that. Like I don't care who gets a bonus. <laughs> you know? I don't care about the MVP voting this year, I'm gonna be honest. Uh I could not even fathom like fighting with someone whether Giannis or Harden deserves it more like I just don't care like give it to one of them it doesn't matter either way like you know what I mean <laughs> yeah like it's 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 you know it's kind of an aesthetic question it's kind of interesting that it's like you know inside versus outside defense versus offense but also even then that's the only argument when you're like oh I don't know Paul George Seemed like he was a clear third, but now he could have dropped all the way to fifth. And oh no, how many top five MVP finishes? It's like no one cares. Like, like I really do not think that people give that much consideration to their ballots beyond like third. Mm-hmm. Aren't they listing ten guys, or do they only list five? Probably ten. I, I don't, don't remember. Um. It doesn't matter. It doesn't yeah. matter. Um, um, and, it's, and there's also like, there just aren't that many choices. Like most years, it's not really that controversial. Right. Uh, so answer the question, though, Sean. Do you oh, care about not- anything as much as Zach Lowe cares about that shit? Um, I definitely used to. And that would have been, uh, well, facts about the presidents. Mm-hmm. Um. Current current Major League Baseball starting lineups and uh, learning all the words to We Didn't Start the Fire by Billy Joel. And so basically, I think I might have had undiagnosed autism as a fifth grader. <laughs> so all those things are like, that's weird. You didn't listen to music. You just listened to your baseball cards. Is that what was happening? <laughs> I'm trying to think of anything. I used to care about the Oscars, and now I I care so little about them. Um, I can't really think of anything else. I mean, that, that reaches that. I don't think so. I mean, I guess the Oscars are an interesting one. I didn't even think about because uh, I do force myself to watch every Best Picture nominee. Yes. Uh the night before the Oscars in a terrible grueling 24-hour marathon. Mm-hmm. Uh that is brutal that I used to do for like content. We yes. would make a video about it. Yeah. Uh and I used to make you do it too, but you yes. haven't been there the last couple of ones. Yes. And I've now it's just me. Too. Yeah. <laughs> And and also it's like a social occasion, kind of, when it began as something that was almost done as like penance slash shame. Well, we sort of did it as a joke. It was like, I cannot believe that this is a thing. Yeah. That you and, can go to a movie theater and watch 24 hours worth of Oscar movies. Yeah, it was like, <laughs> what is this going to be like? 
And also there were enough sort of like discounts and incentives to it that it ended up only costing like $20. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Which is, you know, like not an instant, not like nothing, but also a lot for just $6 more than a regular movie. (laughs) Yeah. And like the rent on a seat in a movie theater for 24 hours. Uh, And it was also like, who's going to go to this? But, but doing it at a home is sort of different. Mm-hmm. And anyway, uh, but I don't care who wins at all. No, me either. So, so like uh, even people who were hysterical about Green Book, Joey, you made a good point that it would have been a straight ahead, non-controversial winning Oscar movie in like 1996. Yeah. And it would have been that's like, only- oh, that's boring. But OK, yeah. I get it. <laughs> Yeah. Um, Look, they're I, doing their best. It's just a fairly. You know what I mean? But I don't know if I've ever cared about anything as much as he cares about. Not to be like, I don't give a fuck. Uh-huh. But I just don't. I get I, exhausted caring about stuff. <laughs> it, makes, <laughs> it makes me tired. It's weird because I also. Just, just philosophically, I feel like we live in an era where there is more kind of media debating, like there's mm-hmm. more arguing and debating available, but also way more access to just concrete factual answers. Because right. I can remember in high school having arguments with people like like in the early Internet days and just like a lot of my friendships got so much better when somebody had like a fast enough internet connection that we could just look up who was in a movie mm-hmm. instead of arguing about it. <laughs> so it's just a weird thing for me where I am just, I'm just not interested in any like PTI style. Yeah. Tell me right. And actually anything I care about kind of just goes into this show a lot. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like hating Tillman Fertitta, <laughs> Frankie Muniz is, uh, Twitter, uh huh. Like, I guess basket making fun of basketball podcasts. <laughs> yeah, I guess that. I mean, that's a big part of our lives. I guess. Yeah, it's, I guess it's this show, but that's that's not specific enough. Round Ball Rock contains multitudes. <laughs> um, he also asked, though, as a follow up, is Zach Lowe's obsession performative to make us feel bad for not having a vote? And I think it's resoundingly no i think so too like i think he feels like the weight of the world absolutely because he has a vote you know (laughs) like oh my god i can't they gave me a vote for this and he just like is spinning out constantly i have to take this so seriously he's (laughs) i mean he's he's like the knight at the the really old night at the end of Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, <laughs> he's like he's exhausted all the time. He hasn't seen his family in months. Uh, yeah, and he yells, "You chose wrong!" When people yeah, vote yeah. for Russell Westbrook. <laughs> <laughs> and even even when he's talking about the awards, he's like preemptively talking about how he is not going to be able to help himself from ruining his family trip to Croatia, <laughs> his favorite country on earth. Um, yeah, he, he, heavy is heavy is the head that uh, holds Zach Lowe's weird hair. <laughs> um, all right. And then Dunn Nelson, we're not going to play the drop because we've got a lot of stuff to do, yeah. but uh, Dunn Nelson, AKA at Ninja Purtle, Asked in follow-up to, look, we I guess we've got to plug this again. Oh, yeah. Uh, hey, if you're coming to Summer League Basketball and you like Round Ball Rock, we're doing a Round Ball Rock listener meetup at the Tillman Fertitta slot machines at the Golden Nugget on Fremont Street in Las Vegas. Uh, and it's all because our man, Dunn Nelson, at Ninja Purtle discovered that there that slot machine existed anyway he did ask is there a mark cuban slot, uh shark tank slot machine um and it seems like there should be but i looked it up and there is not there's not yeah you I, know what a great idea to bring to the guys on shark tank might be you know what i'm guessing though i thought about this my guess is disney does not because they're ABC, you know, so my guess is 
Disney doesn't want to uh, license to s- gambling because oh, it's yeah. like opening up the gates to like a Lion King slot machine or whatever. Uh, that makes a lot of sense. And yeah, I wonder if there's yeah, that's that's probably it, because I was thinking like, oh, the NBA wouldn't want to have an owner on a slot machine. But no, they're telling for Teta. Like, yeah. <laughs> Uh, a really funny slot machine that exists, by the way, is the Pitbull slot machine. Oh. But it's Pitbull slash Playboy. Oh, the Playboy. guy who composed... Whoa. <laughs> You're yeah. talking about the composer of the music, of the, the soundtrack for Gaudi. Yes, I am, yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, but it plays, like, 30-second clips of Pitbull songs really, really, really loud <laughs> when the reels are spinning. So it'll but be then like the other... fireball bonus. <laughs> but then it's also a Playboy machine, you yeah. said? But that's just like so they could have sexy women in bunny ears standing next to him in a suit, you know? It's mainly a Pitbull slot machine. <laughs> okay, that was good. <laughs> uh, um, anyway, date on the Tillman Fertitta slot uh, machine meetup. T- TBA, we'll figure that out once we figure out when we're going to Summer League. Yes. Um, spoiler probably midweek. Uh, yeah, because it's it's better. The weekend sucks there. Um, all right. Uh, should we talk about the news? Oh, do we want to go to the other the extension of his question? Oh, right. Sorry. Uh, Dun Nelson also asked. Also, would love a Jerry Reinsdorf one called Cash Considerations. Oh, that's good. Mm-hmm. You can or, win up to $3.4 million. <laughs> or a Glenn Taylor combination slot machine slash grip strength game where you have to shake his hand and look him in the eye to get paid. Uh, that would be very good. Very funny. Good work, Dun Nelson, as yeah. always. Sorry I didn't uh, play the drop. Uh, we've got would, a lot of episode. I would love a DeVos family uh, slot machine where it just never pays out anything and it has like a giant pyramid on it. It actually takes money from you. Um, yeah, like yeah. like the, you didn't even realize you were putting into the machine. Yes. <laughs> um, and then of course the genie bus Playboy slot machine because she's she's fun. She's fun. All right. <laughs> uh, let's get to the news. This is round ball rock news, basketball news for humans and robots. Trust the process. All right, Sean. This is going to be a quick quick news today. Yeah, We're yeah. just going to do uh, this first story, I think, because it's the most round ball rock story. Um, yeah. Nikola, Nikola Jokic, Sean, uh, darling, uh, darling NBA center of the Denver Nuggets, uh, third in Zach Lowe's MVP voting, probably. <laughs> Uh, has a horse named Dreamcatcher. Mm-hmm. Uh, is there a is there? Hmm. Actually, I'll ask that later. Let's. Why don't you run us through this story about Nikola Jokic's horse, Sean? Yeah. So this came up because uh, last summer, this is I think the summer of 2017. Mm-hmm. Mike Malone went to visit Jokic, and um, in Serbia. In Serbia, a Dreamcatcher is a racehorse, by the way, and the the explanation that Jokic gave was, "I buy a friend. We don't <laughs> talk, but we can talk. You know, I don't know, but I kind of get it. I mean, I've seen that Sopranos, so I do get it. You know, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> and apparently Jokic has just an incredible lifelong love of horses, and has said if he were not in the NBA, his job would be stable boy." I could see that. He could lift those big bales of hay. Yeah, I guess so. Um, And so two things happened. Um, When they went to visit Jokic, the very first night they were there, they went to the racetrack and Dreamcatcher won a race. Mm -hmm. And Jokic's brother, um, the Jokic brothers, if you don't know this, are very similar to the Gronkowski brothers. Yeah, they're Serb Gronks. I also think they're like his brothers are like 10 years older than him. And I think may have washed out from their own pro basketball careers because of how much they partied. Well, and also Jokic, in fact, I think has said this before. The reason he's so good at basketball is his brothers 
just used to beat the shit out of him constantly at yeah, yeah, basketball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, apparently they were doing that in Denver for because his brothers live with him, I believe. I th- or at least they did a year ago. And um, when he had first gotten to Denver, they were just playing these like full contact games of indoor basketball. I can't even imagine that. It just feels like they had a bunch of mastodons fighting each other. Um, so Dreamcatcher wins this race, and one of Jokic's party brothers says, this is not a good sign. This means we have to drink all night tonight. <laughs> So Mike Malone and the Jokic brothers drank all night. And then at some other point on the trip, uh, Jokic got mad at Mike Malone because he rode Dreamcatcher too fast. Before we get to this. Yes. Sean, you've seen Mike Malone before, right? Have I've certainly seen and him. And you've heard him talk? I have. Can you imagine that man 20 feet from a horse, let alone on the oh. horse? Like a police horse, maybe. <laughs> he doesn't seem like a pastoral guy. No, That's... he's the most like he's like a white man in a Spike Lee movie. You know yes, what I mean? <laughs> that's a very that's a very good description. Like he's the most like Brooklyn man of all time. Yeah, like like I could see him folding a lot of food that isn't pizza like a slice of pizza yeah, and yeah. eating it and being like, what do, you, what do you want me to do? Uh, I could see him yell, like, uh, yelling at a Torturo, you know what I mean? Oh, absolutely, like any member of that family. <laughs> like, how often during his day do you think Mike Malone tells someone to get the fuck out of here? <laughs> a lot. Yeah, dozens. <laughs> Anyway, so he rode this horse too fast. Do you want to read the quote? Fast. Here's Jokic's quote. It was just supposed to be a jog, but he was pretending it was a race. I was yelling, coach, slow down. He didn't listen. He still needs to pay me money for that. <laughs> um, uh, the other thing I learned was that on Jokic's first trip to the Nuggets training center, he ate a gallon of ice cream by himself on the first night. Story checks out. Didn't he used to drink, uh, like, four liters of Coke every day? Yeah, yes, he did that, too. <laughs> it was just amazing that he did that with his new bosses. He took out a gallon of ice cream and just started eating it and, like, <laughs> offered it to people. And I was like, you want ice cream? And then he was like, more for me. <laughs> and they were like, you're pretty fat right now. <laughs> Anyway, that dude rules. Uh, He's a hero. We love Absolute him. Absolute hero. <laughs> uh, speaking of Nikola Jokic, you know what he's doing, Sean? What's that? He's going to be in the playoffs. Ooh, he is. They've clinched. Um, so should... Sean, you came up with an idea. Do you want to explain it? Yeah, I just thought this seems like something that... Uh, an NBA podcast, specifically ours, should be doing. We want to match. There's 16 playoff teams. There's almost the same number of presidential candidates for 2020. Mm-hmm. I thought we should match up all of those playoff teams. Actually, there's 18 because we have to do <laughs> uh, two extra tail end teams. of the yeah. East. None of those teams will die. Um, so yeah, we're just gonna match them up. We'll try to we'll try to go fast, but. Matching up all the playoff teams with potential candidates for president. Yeah, so let's do West 1 through 8 and then East 1 through 8. How's that sound? Or 1 through 10. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Okay, we'll start. Let's start with the West. Sure. Well, you go first. Well, let's start with the Warriors. Okay. The Warriors, I thought they were, they would be Andrew Yang. Oh, Yang Gang. He's the, he's the tech theorist. He believes in universal basic income. Uh, he probably already has Chase Center season tickets uh, and his own Blood Boy. Because I think, like, Steve Kerr's the universal basic income, and then Joe Lacob is just Andrew Yang, the man. <laughs> um, I said the Golden State Warriors uh, would be Chris Pratt. Uh, because once they were a Twitter darling, and now uh, they try less and less every time I see them. Wow. Um Joe, is he running for president? Yeah, of course. Okay. Didn't you? Right. He's totally announced, right? Yeah, no, uh, I'm pretty sure he's running. Okay. 
Uh, uh, maybe he did it on Ellen or something. Okay. Um, for the Nuggets, uh, I chose John Hickenlooper <laughs> because he's the former governor of Colorado. He was a beer brewer, and uh, he's he's not going to win. He's he's not going to go all the way. <laughs> he's really likable, though. I like Hickenlooper. Yeah, I don't. I feel very <laughs> similarly about Nikola Jokic going into the playoffs. <laughs> Um, I, of course, said the Denver Nuggets are Paul Rudd, uh, oh. because it's like, everybody loves him, but also it's like, come on, dude, you're fucking Ant-Man, you know what I mean? Um, okay, I, I think probably, is he running for president, Joey? Yeah, yeah, no, he's for sure running for president, I looked okay. it up earlier. Okay. Um, I think so, I think he's running for president, at least. He. Well, he kind of he and Nikola Jokic also kind of have the the opposite aging thing going on. <laughs> um, okay, um, for the Houston Rockets, obviously um, they're Mitt Romney, but he hasn't really officially announced yet. So I think the closest <laughs> they have is a uh, Kirsten Gillibrand, mm-hmm. where they're they're sort of like ideologically sort of fluid at this point where you're like, I, th- I kind of think they're actually a little more conservative. Like they get a lot of credit for being progressive, but you're like, you know, they're actually sort of just doing ISOs all the time. That's, that's pretty conservative. <laughs> <laughs> um, I said the Houston and Rockets are uh, Chris Evans uh, because like Captain America's squad in World War II, it's just a team of weirdos where one guy is doing all of the work. Oh, you know okay. what? I'm realizing what I did, Sean. Okay. Uh, I did not write down presidential candidates here. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I wrote down cast members of Avengers Endgame. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, yeah. This, this makes, makes a lot more sense. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, there's no reason we shouldn't just proceed. Yeah. No. Not none at all. So is is Chris Paul the Bucky? Would you say? Oh, for sure, is dude. That, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, <laughs> My... that kind of works. There's a lot of like nefarious characters. Uh, yeah, and pre-Mike D'Antoni, uh, James Harden is, like, weak-ass weirdo. Uh-huh. Uh, he's, like, uh, he's like weak Steve Rogers, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, but then it turned out taking away Dwight Howard was the super soldier serum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Um, okay, so the Portland Trailblazers, I said they were Howard Schultz <laughs> because um, they got a billionaire... And uh, his campaign died earlier this year. <laughs> also, his campaign has suffered a series of terrible injuries. Also, they love coffee. Uh, I said that uh, the Blazers are, of course, Bradley Cooper uh, oh. slash ra- Rocket Raccoon. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my son, Jackson Maine. Uh, yes. <laughs> because they're small and spunky, but they're going to be really sad that their Groot is gone, you know? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's all Nurkic says is I am Nurk. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Why they love him so much. But maybe yeah. Um okay, the Clippers, I think, are next. Uh Mike Gravel. <laughs> <laughs> Used to be old and boring. Now thanks to social media, they are being celebrated. Even though everybody's like, are they actually serious? Is this really happening? Uh, I said the Clippers are Tom Holland. Oh, Uh, Spider-Man? Yeah, because they're a tired series on its third reboot. But this time it's actually good. Oh. (laughs) Um, Okay, the Oklahoma City Thunder. I thought they were uh, Michael Avenatti. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Because they're they're essentially a criminal enterprise, they're uh, totally fraudulent, and um, he once said that the presidential meta- nominee better be a white man, and uh, I think the fans would add he should be wearing a polo shirt and screaming at a black person. <laughs> um, all right, I said the Oklahoma City Thunder are uh, Scarlet Witch slash Elizabeth Olsen. Okay, uh, because it seems like this. Like, at first, it's like, okay, this is going to be cool this time. But then, just like Russ is shooting, that accent shows up, and you're like, fuck this. Oh, get it out of here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, like if 
if Russ could treat his three point shooting the way Elizabeth Olsen treated that accent in Infinity War, <laughs> they could really go a long way. Um, okay, the Utah Jazz. I said the Utah Jazz were Tulsi Gabbard. Oh, why is because, that? Sean? Well, if there's one NBA team that would support Bashar al Assad, it is the Utah Jazz. <laughs> Uh, I said the Jazz were Josh Brolin and Thanos, uh-huh. but mainly just because uh, <laughs> if Jazz fans could, they would just snap their fingers so someone would have some goddamn respect for them one damn time. <laughs> They'd be looking for the respect gem. Yeah. <laughs> the rookie gem. They the all-star gem. The debate me gem. <laughs> the dunk gem. Most dunks gem. <laughs> The dunk gem. <laughs> and then the white gem. The sunscreen gem. Um, okay, Um. I think the Spurs are Bernie Sanders. And oh. I think this one's like, you know, it's a, Greg Popovich is like the Bernie of the NBA, basically. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, kind of an outsider who's an insider. Uh Sort of a sort of a little bit of a backwater location, unconcerned with personal grooming, uh, tells it like it is. Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. They're Bernie. Uh, I said the Spurs were Jeremy Renner slash Hawkeye oh. uh, because no one cares about them, but they're back again anyway. But this time they look a little different. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be weird if, if Hawkeye's like, look, guys, I'm back. I'm ready. But uh, I'm going to shoot my arrows from short range. Now, like <laughs> mid range. Is that cool? We're dealing with Thanos. I should probably be closer. Um, and I know this team is not in the Western Conference, but uh, I would say that Michigan State is Amy Klobuchar. <laughs> <laughs> Just an abusive boss yelling at everybody all the time. And yet there's people on the Internet who are like, no, that was actually good. Do you That's think what you should do. Tom Izzo, what's the weirdest thing Tom Izzo's ever eaten off of? Because Amy Klobuchar very famously ate salad off a comb. Yeah, that's right. That's so weird. <laughs> it's 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 like my favorite story in the world that she ate salad off a comb because like to get to the point <laughs> don't you eat with your hand before you eat with a comb? I how do you even? <laughs> um, okay, I don't think he has done anything that weird, but I think he has eaten a pasty off a clipboard. <laughs> um. All right, you want to do the East? Yes. Right. Uh, let's start with the Milwaukee Bucks. Okay. The Milwaukee Bucks are Elizabeth Warren. They're like Bernie Spurs light, you know, with a protege who's trying to eclipse the master. Um, they have an ideologically sound offense that has not necessarily been proved in the battleground. And uh, they're they like Giannis Antetokounmpo. Um, Elizabeth Warren has a demeaning ethnic nickname. <laughs> uh, I said the Bucks are, of course, Bill Murray. Uh, because everybody loves him. They're fun as hell. And uh, like Coach Bud, they might have a drinking problem. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, he goes to a lot of weird concerts. Um, Is Bill Murray going to be in the Endgame? Yeah, I'm pretty sure, right? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, no, he is. Yeah, he for sure is. Uh, that's cool. He, he was missing from the Marvel Universe. Um, Okay, so the Toronto Raptors. I said they were Beto. Okay. Yeah. A lot of enthusiasm. A lot of people online got excited about him. Uh, there's a Texas connection mm-hmm. with Kawhi Leonard and um, inspiring a lot of enthusiasm, even though they lost horribly in 2018. <laughs> also, have you seen Nick Nurse in like a sweaty shirt? No, I have not. Yeah. Oh, also, Kawhi Leonard gets a lot of calf cramps. So that's. <laughs> Um, I said that the Raptors were Tilda Swinton. Oh. Uh, because they're weird. They're talented. Uh, but they make me uncomfortable. Oh. Oh, I guess, I guess they're bringing people, they're probably going to bring dead people back to life in that movie. So I guess she's like the Zen Doctor Strange. Yeah, yeah, she's definitely in it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. 
Um, okay, the Boston Celtics. Uh, Donald Trump. They're uh, like Donald Trump. The Celtics passionate fans use the N word a lot. <laughs> um, claim to be great deal makers, but make very few deals. Um, secretly run by a deeply conservative <laughs> religious man and uh, gave all of Jalen Brown's playing time to Gordon Hayward, a.k.a. <laughs> he uh, he kept he they kept the kids in cages. You know what I mean? Um, always seem like they're on the verge of falling apart, but will win again in 2020 just to spite all of America <laughs> and all good people. Uh, I said the Celtics were Tom Waits. Oh, uh, because white people think they're good, but actually they suck. <laughs> yeah. By the way, um, I was I was babysitting this week and a three year old wanted to just look through this book of CDs I had. Uh-huh. And she pointed at the Tom Waits CD, said, what's that? I said, oh, it's Tom Waits. She said, that's boring music for grownups. <laughs> I didn't even listen to it. Um. It's pretty okay. weird Tom Waits is in the MCU, you know? Yeah, is he like a voice or something like I guess he could like be friends yeah, with Benicio on. Del Toro's I don't think character. He's in the something? MCU. Hold on, let me look this up. It would be a weird move. <laughs> oh, you know what? I see what I did here. Um okay. for the East, uh I accidentally wrote down the cast members of the Jim Jarmusch zombie movie, The Dead oh. Don't Die. Whoa. So that's what I've been doing with these. I don't know why. I got confused. I'm okay. sorry. Well, I thought these people were running for president, and then I thought, I don't know what I was doing. I'm so uh, sorry, Sean. I mean, maybe Tom Waits should be in the MCU. I gotta He's, say. Yeah, really, probably yeah. should be. Yeah. Same with Bill um, Murray. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, I th- the Philadelphia 76ers, I think, are Kamala Harris. Mm-hmm. Uh, mainly because Jimmy Butler is a cop. <laughs> the way that Kamala Harris would go after like moms of kids who skip school is like Jimmy Butler going after like Fortnite people. Also, they uh, both lied to the media pretty consistently. Where she's <laughs> like, "Yeah, I used to listen to Tupac while smoking weed in college," and yeah. then it was like, "You were out of college by the time Tupac was making music." Just like Jimmy Butler, also definitely has a rearview mirror in his car. Yeah, that's that's insane <laughs> that he the people let him get away with that. Yeah, yeah, like. If you look just at social media, you'd be like, "This is a clear front runner," and then you like look a little closer, and you're like, "I don't, I don't know if they've really actually figured out all the things they need to figure out." Uh, they I have s- a lot of people behind them, but uh, I said the 76ers were Chloe Sevigny. Oh, uh, because her career doesn't make sense, but hipsters love her. Uh, also, Bobayan shooting threes is kind of like the brown bunny. Uh, I'm oh. not sure if this is good or bad, but I can't stop watching it. You wow. Know? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I get it. I get it. Well, well and also, um, Tobias Harris used to work with Gallo. So that <laughs> makes some sense. I guess, like, you know, her being in Gummo was kind of like them losing 70 games. Right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Where it's like, this is bad on purpose, but, like, there's a cult of people that have (laughs) embraced it. Yeah, but, like, Big Love also sucked. She's in a lot of weird things. The Snowman. (laughs) We talked about The Snowman last week. Um, I I didn't manage to finish The Snowman. (laughs) Well, don't don't bother, dude. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Um, the, The Indiana Pacers. Uh, Pete... How do you say his last name? Buda gig, Buda gig. Sure, Mayor Pete. Just say Mayor, Mayor Pete. Pete. He was the ma- he was the mayor of South Bend. That's in Indiana. Really likable. A lot of a lot of like great heartwarming stories about this team. And there is no fucking way they're going. <laughs> uh, yeah, I said they're Adam Driver uh, because like Boyan Bogdanovich, I cannot explain why I think he's good. <laughs> It's the greatest, though. <laughs> Much like Bogdanovich. The best. Everybody, you should see Patterson, actually. Uh, yeah, no, I did. It's great. It was great. Uh, <laughs> listeners, see Patterson. Uh, maybe I should have written down the cast of Patterson. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there's... Oh, I guess there are a lot of like cameos in Patterson. 
a lot of pe- a lot of a lot of people on the bus. All right, Sean yes. the Pistons. It's like a bus movie. Uh, Joe Biden, because mm-hmm. you're just like all of the. This would have been a lot more inspiring in 2016. <laughs> and then you like look back and you're like, I think these guys have done a lot of trashy shit in the past. Um, I said they were Iggy Pop. Oh, um, because it's an aging star from Detroit who's still exciting, even though people find him completely insufferable. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and uh, much like Icky Pop, Blake Griffin fucks a lot of C-list celebrities. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Sean, the net. Who are the Nets? Uh, the Brooklyn Nets are Cory Booker, because much like the Brooklyn Nets, he has completely abandoned Newark. <laughs> also, there's a Rosario Dawson Brooklyn connection. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, that's where she works when she uh, treats Daredevil. <laughs> and the Punisher. And the Punisher. And right. Jessica Jones. Yeah. And Luke Cage. She dates Luke, Luke Cage. She does date Luke Cage, which is... <laughs> Dating Luke Cage kind of feels like like signing Jared Allen to a long term deal. Uh, I said the Nets were Rosie Perez. Oh, uh, because they're yeah, uh, they're spunky, uh, Uh, they're energetic, and then I just wrote I don't know Brooklyn question mark. The Miami Heat. I said they were John Delaney. Mm Hmm. I don't know if you know who John Delaney is, but he declared he was running for president in July of 2017. Much like I like, like his joke about a horse in a hospital. He had a joke about a horse in a hospital. Oh, I'm thinking of John Mulaney. Sorry. Oh, John Mulaney. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I was thinking of Cool Keith when you mentioned a horse in the hospital. <laughs> I mean, Doctor Octagon's hospital is uh, unconventional, but um. Yeah, so he declared early for the presidential campaign, and no one cared, much like <laughs> Dwayne Wade's declared his retirement. Like, I could see John Delaney, like, trading starched white shirts with somebody after the mm-hmm. debate as they're like, why are we doing this? <laughs> uh, I said the Heat were Danny Glover, uh-huh. uh, because Dwayne Wade is also too old for this shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Sean, two well, more and, and you know what? His old partner is an alcoholic. <laughs> All right, Sean, two more teams. The Orlando okay. Magic. Who are the they? The Orlando Magic are um, John McAfee. Uh, why is that? Because they're a bunch of goddamn maniacs <laughs> living in the tropics, playing by no rules. Uh, probably murderers. <laughs> um, I mean, John McAfee's really into uh, security and antivirus stuff, and that's essentially uh, what they are getting from their coach, right? Isn't that essential? With Steve Clifford, <laughs> I mean, that's like the Norton antivirus of game planning. <laughs> um, I said the magic were Selena Gomez. Oh. Uh, oh. And I just wrote, because why are you here? <laughs> She has an extreme Orlando vibe to her, I would say. I mean, she's very dis- she's a Disney person, right? Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. Or no, maybe High School Musical. I don't remember. It's yeah. one or the other. I don't know. That's Disney. Okay. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Um, I believe she was a like a wizard of Waverly Place, maybe. I don't know. Um, the Hornets are uh, Terry McAuliffe. <laughs> governor of Virginia. It's near North Carolina, but um, his organization, much like someone involved with the Charlotte Hornets, is still coasting on glory from about 1992. <laughs> Seems a little conflicted. Uh, I said the Hornets were the RZA. Oh. Uh, because just like Michael Jordan, the RZA is great at music, just like MJ was great at basketball, but... um. Not so great at owning a team or acting. Ooh. <laughs> Sick burn, dude. <laughs> yeah. And uh it just to just to add a little bit of uh 
purple talk to this whole thing, mm-hmm. I think that um, the Sacramento Kings would be Julian Castro. Okay. Just because he has an identical twin that he occasionally switcheroos with, and I definitely <laughs> think that could be a Vivek ploy. Uh, the Sacramento Kings, for me, would be uh, Steve Buscemi. Oh. <laughs> Not going to explain why, but... Uh, <laughs> Maybe peaked in, tw- in 2002? Arguably. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, Sean, what do you want to plug? Um... Uh, you can, I've got, I'm going to have some stuff on yard barker. I think I'll have another tank thing coming out. Um, I was on a fraught cast riffing about the movie, the Meg. Oh, I was also on the fraught cast last week. Oh, that's great. Or yeah. Tuesday. I was on the fraught cast on Tuesday. For yeah. some reason I got really upset with, uh, the people in the Meg and their blatant disregard for life jackets. Yeah. <laughs> You know what I will say about the Meg? Uh, that movie is fucking terrible. But you can tell Jason Statham's a really good swimmer in it. And he gives like the the thing he has is, like a yeah. perfect freestyle stroke. When he starts actually trying to, because at, he, they they slow play it too, because he does kind of like a mediocre dive, and then he's swimming with his head up, and then when he has to sprint away from the Meg, it's like holy shit, this guy swam the hundred free. Yeah. <laughs> And then his next dive after that is fucking perfect. <laughs> it's like, yeah, we get it. <laughs> uh, he needs to. I just wish he had like a movie where he could like really shine as a competitive swimmer. Yeah. Um. All right, Sean. Did you do a Luka Doncic song tonight? I did. I did. Uh. Okay. Then I have to explain it again. Yeah. Uh. As listeners probably know, but you know we got to do it in case we have any new ones. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's a website out there called Grantland for Kids, um, with a Z, not an S, of course. Um, and they went viral earlier this year, uh, when they recorded a Luka Doncic parody song, and they've since recorded a James Dolan parody song, and then a, uh, Luke Walton parody song, uh, but we haven't gotten to those parts yet, because we want to get as viral as their Luka Doncic song. We need that virality, um... Clicks, clicks are bait. What? That's not. Clicks are money. We need the money. Give us money. Um, so Sean has been recording Luka Doncic song, parody songs in hopes that we could go insanely viral. Uh, mm-hmm. It hasn't worked yet, but this will be the one, right, Sean? This is going to be the one. All right. Do you want to explain what this one is? Yeah, it's inspired by one of the, the great tunes in the Great American Songbook. It's by a guy named... Don McLean, mm-hmm. and this song is called Slovenian Pie. Okay. Uh, and then as for me, you can always follow me on Twitter, at Frankie Muniz, where 10 hours ago I tweeted, golf is life. <laughs> <laughs> um, trust the process. Trust the process. Uh, shut it down. Let's not confuse presidential candidates with cast members from weird summer movies. <laughs> <laughs> A long, long time ago. I can still remember when his passes used to make me cry. And I knew if the Hawks were daft, I could steal him in the draft. Sure, maybe we'd be crappy for a while. But our players shattered like cheap pottery. We were headed straight for the lottery. Gaping holes on the roster. We needed one more prospect. But the Nuggets game was often tied. When Lucas' free throw went just wide. Then Jokic drove from the right side. The day that Luca cried. So bye bye, Miss Slovenian pie. It's called Prickmerska Gibanisa. Sometimes there's cabbage inside. If you eat too much, it will go straight to your thighs. And Luca, this is where your playoff hopes die. This is where your playoff hopes die. 
Did you write the scouting report? And did you think Vlade could play this sport? If Jerry West tells you so. And do you believe in the pick and roll? Can a hero take it to the hole? And can you teach me how to scout in Kosovo? Well, I know you love Luka Doncic because your favorite player is Petrovic. You wear Tony Parker shoes. And you thought Jerry Welsh couldn't lose. Ooh, I love Tony Kukoc on the Bulls. And any last names with seven syllables. But the Serbian was a handful the day Luka Doncic cried. I started singing bye bye Miss Slovenian pie. It's called Prickmerska Gibbon. Nisa come to cabbage inside. If you eat too much, it will go straight to your thighs. And Luca, this is where your playoff hopes die. This is where your playoff hopes die. Now for 20 years, we have had our dirt. Though Pavel Podkolzine didn't work. Shouldn't have picked him. At 20. While we pulled for Ronnie's Cycle the club DJ version of Spike Lee, who didn't care for Andrea Bugnani. But when the Nuggets drafted Skeeter High, the Euro well was running dry. Nicola's tea sucked ass. Worse than Neftimius Renzi, as you know, Bruno Sundov was a slob. The Mavs got nothing from Uwe Blob, and I saw the clip from Worldwide Wob the day that Luca cried. We were singing bye-bye, Miss Slovenian pie. It's called Prickmerska Kibben, he said there's cabbage inside. If you eat too much, it will go straight to your thighs. And Luca, this is where your playoff hopes die. This is where your playoff hopes die. Pota, Panko, Slava, Medvedenko. Hall pass for Andre Kirilenko. Primo's basic stock was falling fast. Marseille's Lampe never made it. Boris Diaw had to get traded. Sergei Karolov got drafted last. Well, Mehmet Oker got real paid. AK-47 kept getting laid. Kirapa and O'Neal were blazers. And no Greeks ever used razors. Woo! Then Manu won six man of the year. And Fran Vasquez disappeared. Then Darko bled piercing his ear the day that Luca cried. We started singing bye bye, Miss Slovenian pie. It's called Prickmerska Gibbonisa. Sometimes there's cabbage inside. If you eat too much, it will go straight to your thighs. And Luca, this is where your playoff hopes die. This is where your playoff hopes die. Kevin Seraphine faded away. Hair plugs got Evan Fournier. Fran Freshilla left the USA. Johan Petra wasn't nimble, wasn't quick, couldn't jump over a candlestick. Jan Vaselli proved he wasn't gay. Oh, and while the Greek freak made a splash, Bagnani wasted Dolan's cash, no angel born in hell. Could convince that Satan to sell. Woo! Clint Capella dove to the hoop while Jakob Pertle joined Pop's troop and Dwight Powell's defense was pure puke the day that Luca cried. He was singing bye bye, Miss Slovenian pie. It's called Prickmerska Gibbon. He says there's cabbage inside. If you eat too much, it will go straight to your thighs. And Luca, this is where your playoff hopes die. This is where your playoff hopes die. 
I met a guy who scouted film, and I asked what was wrong with him, but he just yelled about the WNBA. I went to the Euro League, the one place left for Marcus Teague, but the coach there said that Marcus didn't play. And still they went in the top ten. Mario Hazonia and Alex Len. Lithuanian stiffs were taken. College seniors were forsaken. And the three men I admire so, Nate Duncan, Danny, and Zach Lowe, they made up fake trades for Gallo the day that Luca cried. And they were singing bye-bye, Miss Slovenian pie. It's called Prickmerska, Gibbonisa, and there's cabbage inside. If you eat too much, it will go straight to your thighs. And Luca, this is where your playoff hopes die. This is where your playoff hopes die. They were singing bye-bye, Miss Slovenian pie. It's called Prickmerska, Gibbonisa, and there's cabbage inside. If you eat too much, it will go straight to your thighs. And Luca, this is where your playoff hopes die. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.